Welcome to a very, very, very special edition of Classroom Radio. I am Mr. Reynoso, and I have a very special panel of guests today. I'm going to move this out here. Uh, guests, when, uh, when I motion to you, I'd like you to introduce yourself and also uh, announce the role that you have in our student council. So, starting off with... I'm Isabella, and I am the second grade representative. I'm Mia, and I'm the kindergarten representative. I'm Ava, and I'm the student body president. All right, well, there you go. So, ladies, uh, I, in, in light of today's uh, very interesting news in the, in the world of politics, I wanted to have a talk about politics. So that's why you're here. I, 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 just to let everyone know who's listening to this, all I did is uh, on the board, I wrote, Ava, Mia, Isabella, meet me in Mr. McCrimmon's room at 2.15, and they thought they were in trouble. So what I want to know is, what did you do today that made you think you were in trouble right now? I was wondering what that, I did. That was the thing that scared me. Well, that's why I want. Why are you guilty? The three of you felt like you were in trouble. So why are, Ava, why are you, why are you feeling I, guilty right now? What did you do today that, that warranted getting in trouble? I was looking. I When you wrote that in <laughs> Spanish, I looked at me, and I was like, what happened? And so then I was just like, are we in trouble? Because I didn't know what it was about. So okay. I thought automatically that maybe we did something, but I wasn't sure. So All right, Mia, of- what did you do today that would have warranted getting in trouble? Uh, <laughs> I honestly wasn't sure. My first guess would have been something to do with like a missing assignment. Or a like missing, a, oh, well, okay. or a makeup well, I know assignment. That that's, I know that that's something that's concerning you is catching missing stuff. So, yeah. okay. And all right, Isabella, what made you think that you were in trouble? What did you do? <laughs> I'm accusing all of you of doing something anyway. I was just confused because normally when you see Mr. M, you think like somebody's in trouble. Like <laughs> yeah. his office oh, okay. so you go when you're okay. in trouble. But if it was just like meet Mr. Ernesto, I probably wouldn't all have right. been. Well, well, the reason why I wanted to pull you in is is to talk about politics. And normally we, I, I've been noticing when we're trying to record the sessions in front of the class, people are pretty apprehensive of speaking in front of the rest of the class. So I'm going to try and do this every now and then and pull people out and do episodes. So... This is my pilot episode this season. I did this last year, and I think I did this the year before when I pulled a couple of students out. I don't know if I've done that this year yet. So I want to talk about politics. What got you involved in student council and getting involved in politics, and what were some of your earliest memories of getting involved in politics? Ava? Um, I'm not sure why I wanted to get involved in student council, but in third grade, I just really wanted to be the representative for our class. Mm-hmm. And so that my earliest memory was probably like I won the third grade elections for the second trimester with uh, a girl named Jasmine who's not here anymore but mm-hmm. that was probably my earliest memory from mm-hmm. and if I remember correctly um, we when I taught fourth grade it was every trimester we'd have mm-hmm. a different representative yes. okay yes. and that was did you run in fourth grade I did run in fourth grade and I didn't win in fourth grade and I think that was one of the only years I didn't win okay well, I don't remember any reasons <laughs> um for no. For not running oh. in fourth grade. Oh, um, I think I ran the first trimester and didn't get it, and I wasn't. I was too busy the second and third trimester, so okay. I didn't run. And then, yeah. Okay, Mia, you're. Uh, why did you get involved in student politics? Um, well, my sister did student council like even before I could try to, and so like it was kind of something I wanted to do. And my parents like 
encouraged me to do it because I feel very strongly about my own opinions. <laughs> no, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. And did you? What were some of your earliest experiences in student council? Um, well, I ran for the representative in all three trimesters in third grade, and I didn't get it. All three trimesters in fourth grade, and didn't get it. Mm-hmm. And then the second trimester in fifth grade, I was the representative. Well, so you, that well, that says a lot that you just you really meant that much to you. Mm-hmm. You kept doing it over and over. And Isabella, what got you interested in student politics? Um, at my old school, we used to have these weekly assemblies where all of the student council um, officers would kind of give like announcements mm-hmm. based on what their role was and it was always like a fun theme so I always kind of wanted to be like be up there and like help out and stuff and that just looked like fun and then when it was reps at my old school I ran every time but I never got it because it was like a very big popularity contest mm-hmm. and yeah. then I came here and I ran for rep in sixth grade for the first trimester and I got chosen with Caitlin and so it was like kind of encouraging so and then our student council here was like really fun and we did a lot and I wanted to just be like a part of it and, and um so now uh, your old school did you uh I'm sorry if I didn't catch did you hold any uh student body offices at your old school um no because student body offices were only uh, sixth, seventh, and eighth graders. Okay. So I left in fifth grade. So I didn't how did they at your old school? How did they get information to those K through five grades? Um, mostly through the weekly assemblies. Like the whole school would go to okay. those, and that was pretty okay. much it. Yeah. Now, as repres- as classroom representatives, um, that was that was a position that you were offered. Is that, is yes, that correct? Yes. So, do you remember what position you ran for? For yes. this year. What, Mia, what position did you run for? I ran for vice president. Okay, and Isabella? I ran for president. You ran for presidency. Okay, so as she glares across the table at president. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That's not true. Um, so, so what made you, I mean, Mia, we'll start with you. For, uh, third grade, three defeats in a row. Fourth grade, three defeats in a row. Mm-hmm. Second grade, finally light at the end of the tunnel. Now, eighth grade, going into eighth grade, you don't get the VP position you're offered a role as a classroom representative. Why, what, why, what kept you from just saying, oh, forget it, I didn't get what I wanted? Well, like, <clears throat> I've kind of always been, like, a determined person. And it's like student council is just something that I want to do and, like, I wanted to pursue. And, like, it kind of gives me a chance to, like, have a voice regardless of my position or not. Mm-hmm. So I thought that, like, taking any part in student council would just, like, give me that ability to, like, make a little bit of a difference. Mm-hmm. And how about you, Isabella? Um, I just really wanted to be a part of student council, and it was kind of, like, whatever I could do to help out. But also, me and Ava, we would sit together at my our brother's baseball games, mm-hmm. and Ava would talk about, like, all the, like, plans she had for student council, and how she wanted to be, like, the reps to, like, also feel, like, just as equally part, so I knew that she would do, like, a really good job with that, and she made, like, wow. me excited for that, That's just awesome to be a to part hear. of it, yeah. That's awesome to hear. Now, um, do you remember having that conversation with her? Yes, I was well, eating a snow cone. <laughs> you were eating a snow Okay. Yes. And what made you, so... Was this a conversation you were having during the summer? Yeah, so our brothers play for Little League, like in East Sac, and so they have a couple of games after school gets out, and so we, our brothers, they didn't, I think they might have been playing each other, they were playing on two different fields, and so we were just talking about, like, because I remember in Isabella's speech, she mentioned a whole bunch of ideas that I thought were awesome that I hadn't even thought about, Mm -hmm. and so I was thinking we should incorporate those 
even if she wasn't president, we should still incorporate all the ideas yeah. that we had, like, as a group. And so, yeah. That That's was. an awesome... That is awesome to hear that. That's awesome to hear that. Um, so, you, earlier, you brought up the, 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 the case of popularity contests. And, and frankly, you know, in my <laughs> opinion, that um, as we get a very, very stern uh, nod of the head from, from certain members of the panel... Um, and unfortunately, in my opinion, that continues in out in, in the current mm-hmm. scheme of politics today. Why is that a bad thing? In your opinion, why is a, why is a popularity contest a bad thing? Um, you know, we we have candidates right now, and we're trying to see okay, who's more popular? That they're, they're trying to determine who's more popular to you know, challenge the president. The president is the most popular in terms of everyone who can vote, apparently. So what's so bad about it being a popularity contest? I think a lot of the time what happens with the popularity contest is if someone who is, if there's two people who, one's super qualified for the position, the other might not be as qualified, but the other one maybe they are friends with more people or they hang out with more people and they like, there's just like, a larger crowd, let's say, that knows of them, then they might be winning the election or things like that, even if they're not more qualified. So then sometimes you might have someone who's not as qualified in a position than you could have, like, another person who is qualified. Like, and it's just because of, like, how many people know about them and or how many people they know, and I don't um, think that's always fair. Are you talking about student council or, or the, current, uh, the current climate of politics? I think or it, both? it could be kind of both. I'd say... Um, Definitely, like, right now with the presidential election for our country, Mm -hmm. I'd say, yes, Donald Trump or, like, certain people, even for the Democratic side, are more popular, and so that's how they're getting a lot of their votes, whereas other people, they might be, like, qualified or or equally qualified or even more qualified, but they don't have as many, like, they don't have as much publicity and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, so they're getting less voters and followers and stuff. Okay. Well, um, and you know, your opinions on popularity contests. (laughs) Well, I think that a lot of times when it's more of a popularity contest, like student council is something where we have to give speeches and a lot of people think that the speeches are to give their ideas. So they do give their ideas, but when it's a popularity contest, like sometimes with student council, they're not listening to the ideas themselves. They're just looking at the person. Mm. So it like kind of creates like do you see, a false image. And I and I I one hundred percent agree. Do you see kind of uh, similarities between those issues that we have in student government and what we have in what's going on in in the country right now? In terms of yeah, government? and I think like from the popularity contest side of it, it's like certain candidates, like Ava said, have a lot of publicity. Mm -hmm. So, like, if there's someone who is like, oh, I saw this person, and then they become a supporter, then that supporter may encourage other supporters to vote for that candidate. Mm -hmm. So the more publicity they have, the more people that they can get to, like, widespread just, like, support them. Okay. And Isabella, you're... you're, uh your opinion on the popularity contest. Because I, because uh, it was tougher. You ran for student government in sixth grade when you, when you yeah. fresh, new to the school. Mm-hmm. And most of the kids in your class had been together since TK or kinder. Yeah, that was scary. That's a huge, that's a huge, huge obstacle to overcome. Can you reflect on that and how that impacted? Yeah, well, when I was running, I was like, 
kind of scared because I was like hearing stories. People were like, two of the names that kept coming up were Ava and Nikki. Like Ava and Nikki have been refs like pretty much every year. Like they're gonna get it and stuff like that, which they did the second trimester. Yeah. But I like didn't really have much faith, especially in the first trimester, because I was like, you know, I don't get in the first trimester. Like I'll try the second trimester. I'll try the third trimester. Like once I'm like no more people like mm-hmm. that. But when I did get it, I was surprised because I kind of felt that it was less of a popularity contest here mm-hmm. than it necessarily was where yeah. it was before. Now, you bring up uh, you bring up uh, Nikki. So this year we have Nikki, Petey, Gabe. Are there any other boys in student council? No. Just those three. So so this is the, the, the main, the meat and potatoes of why I, I chose the three of you. I want to talk about women in politics. Today it's it is <laughs> get a, a applause from members of the council. Okay, this is why we're here. So today it is just to uh, document this. It is March fifth, two thousand twenty. Uh, between the time of when I left my house to the students walking into the classroom, the news was uh, the breaking news was that Senator Elizabeth Warren dropped out of the presidential race. Uh, so now on the uh, on the Democratic side. Uh, it's, it's essentially a two-person race between uh, Vice President Biden and Senator Sanders. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard still uh, hasn't ended her run, but it's not technically mathematically impossible. If, if starting from here on out, every single person who votes votes for Tulsi Gabbard, she will win. But it may not have, turn out that way. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know the math, even if that's possible. But anyway, um, so what I always found interesting is I really thought about this. Now it's like now we have uh, two older males vying for a position to go against another older male for the presidency of the United States. And in all of my experience here at St. Francis, our student government has been predominantly female. Yes. Um, I think I can count on one hand the number of times that we've had a boy as student body president. And I've been here for a number of years. Why do you think that is that in, in schools, in elementary school and junior high, that we have so many females that are involved in politics when out there outside our, our classroom walls it's, it's still very male-dominated? What? And that's a big question. I don't even know if you have an answer for it. I just want to know what your opinions are on that. Ava? Um, I think that I have two reasons. First of all, I think, especially in our class, a lot of the boys in our class don't really like to participate as much as some of the girls do. Mm-hmm. And so I think that some of the girls who are in student council are the girls who like to participate a lot, so they don't mind like speaking in front of others and like um, being in charge of certain events. And then I also think that like outside of our school, um, I don't think in our school like girls are put down for being girls. Like I've never had that happen to me at school. And I think mm-hmm. that that happens a lot more outside of our school. Yeah. So like I think that that might be a reason. Like I didn't feel like I shouldn't run for student council ever because like I was a girl and I shouldn't run against boys. And so I've always thought that like you're it doesn't matter. You're both equal. And I think that a lot of times outside of our school you get that kind of sense of like oh girls aren't good enough, which I think they definitely are. But like people don't agree and so I think that a lot of girls are discouraged from running or doing whatever they want to do because people tell them they can't or they're not good enough and that's do you think the boys in our class could uh, do you wish that they were more involved in student government I do wish they were more involved because I feel like then we could represent more of our school like if when we have a majority of girls sometimes 
it's not representing like all of the population of our boys in our school mm -hmm. and so if we had more of a 50 50 split then we might have a better like be more um, yeah. responsive to our school okay interesting mia your opinions on this i think that guys can be a little more drawn towards leadership but not leadership in the sense of like student council but more leadership in the sense of like dominance not to be stereotypical <laughs> um but like, then what do you mean like in which in what cases like in the in out in in athletics in the schoolyard during break in the classroom where like do you think? in in their class like if a guy maybe wants to look I don't want to say tough, but tough. <laughs> if a guy wants to look tough, then he's not going to run for student council. Like, that's not what he has really? to do to, like, make them see him in that light. There are other things that may be more popular at that time that can maybe help him look or get a certain image. And student council just may not be involved in that. Interesting. Interesting. Isabella. Um, I think that it's one of those things where especially you're saying that when you've been here, it's mostly been girls on student council. So if you're like a kindergartner sitting outside SLEs and you see all these girls and it's like that when you get in seventh grade and then you're in seventh grade and you think, or sixth grade and you think about running for student council and you're like, well, it's all these girls. Like, I don't think they really realize how some of the elections work, how it's like, that just more girls are running, but maybe they just think that they have like less of a chance or something like that. Because if it's like that, I think that's part of the thing with politics is it's been like all these guys forever. And so it's like, I don't know if women necessarily feel as comfortable running for those positions sometimes. And so I think it's like the opposite here where the guys don't feel as comfortable running with all the girls. This may be an uncomfortable question to answer without, I don't want you to wave your political flags here. It's very important that this unbiased. How did you feel hearing the news that, that, uh, there's essentially, and I, not to discredit uh, Tulsi Gabbard, but that essentially now there's no chance for a woman to become president of the United States in 2020. How did that, how did that hit you, Mia? Well, honestly, I was kind of like, it didn't bother me because for the longest time, women have been trying to be treated equally. And I feel like now for quite a while it was like oh a girl can't run for president a girl can't be president but now I kind of feel like they are treating them as equals I think that if um Senator Warren was a male but who was also falling behind to these two other candidates then the exact same thing would have happened and that honestly makes me feel kind of proud so I feel like it's like we are finally like at least semi being treated equal and there may still be some people out there that are only telling her that she couldn't have won because she was a female mm -hmm. but now I feel like there's a lot less gender like separation in that sense so maybe if it was a male they might have been treated the same way. Ava um, how did you how did you feel hearing the news today? I personally like when it was coming down, like, especially after Super Tuesday and Senator Warren was falling behind, I personally didn't think that she was going to get a humongous boost, so I was predicting that she was going to drop out, so I think it didn't affect me as much, whereas if she were, like, very close to the other two, it would have been like, oh, she probably, like, I would have wondered why she dropped out, and mm -hmm. maybe she was questioning if she should because she was a girl, but, like, I think that it was, like Mia said, mainly because she was falling so far behind. Mm -hmm that she dropped out just because she thought she didn't have a chance just like 
not because she was a girl, just because of how many votes she was getting already. And so, like, it didn't bothers, bother me as much as it might have if the circumstances were different. But um, I was actually, I am a little disappointed that, like, last year, or four years ago, we had, like, um, when it was, um, oh, my gosh. Uh, Hillary Clinton. Clinton. Yes, Clinton and... Um, Trump, I thought that, well, she actually had a chance, like, I thought it was very equal, and so I was, like, super excited that we might actually have our first ever female president, and so when she lost, I was very disappointed because I wanted us to finally have a female president, and that might be saying a little bit of my political views there, but, um, <laughs> That's quite, yeah. a, I just, uh, I, and that's mostly personal for me, because to me, it's very important to try and be as unbiased and just things, and, you know, that's why, you know, I don't want you to say, oh, who do you want to win? Who do you want to win? Because I believe everyone's <laughs> that, that privacy. Uh, Isabella, how did you feel when you heard the news today? Um, I wasn't, like, discouraged that the last woman dropped out necessarily because I think it's one of those things where you feel like people in the news and they're saying, like, the most important thing for me is, like, I was watching when they were doing, I think it was, like, the Iowa caucus or something. One mm -hmm. of the ladies said the most important thing for me was that it's like a female, but in my opinion, it's not about if it's a girl or if it's a boy. It's about if it's the right candidate, mm -hmm. not the gender doesn't matter. So I totally agree with Mia that it doesn't matter, like, her gender when she dropped out. It's just that she wasn't a strong enough candidate gaining enough support okay. to continue. Okay. Now, to kind of uh, still staying on politics, um, and... Uh, Something that I don't know if you realize that whether you know it or not, it, that you could be a, seen as a role model to the girls in the school in terms of you are their role models for student government. How does that make you feel knowing that there's girls in that in the classes that you're representatives for? You got kindergarten and which grade? The second. second grade that are looking at you as like okay, this is the leader of the school, and that's someone that those. Even five years old, they can they can identify. How how do you take that responsibility? How do you take that responsibility of being a role model to to other girls? As yes, politics is something you you should be involved in, not just participate in, but be a leader in it. So we'll start with the president, Ava. How do you feel knowing that you also play a role as a big inspiration for the girls at this school? When I was like first starting to think about um, like student council and things like that, we had a girl president, and so that really encouraged me to think like, oh, I want to do that someday. Mm -hmm. And so like now, thinking that I am or I like for little girls in our school and like show them that they can do it if they want to, like that to me is like a really big honor, and like it makes me super proud to be able to like be a role model for those girls because I want them to see that like they can do if whatever they want to do, if they put their mind to it, they can do it. So I really try and, like, do what I'm supposed to do and, like, try and be a good role model for the girls so that they know what to do and that they can do it. Okay. Mia, how about you? Um, well, I take a lot of pride in it because, like, there have been times where I've been up at SLEs with the rest of the officers and I've seen, like, some kinders or TKers, like, waving at me, like, seeing that they notice me as one of those people up there. And then I just try to do as much as I can in my position to like look like a role model, to like actually be a leader for them and to be an inspiration for them. 
So it's like in everything that I do in student council, and it's not just the younger ones, but people who are in like maybe sixth grade and trying to become an officer for next year, I'm trying to be like an epitome of what they want to become. Isabella, has it, has it resonated with you that as a, a female in politics that you are an inspiration to some 150 young girls? Has that hit you? Yeah, I think when I was first running in seventh grade, I was kind of thinking about it, and it was like, I like when I won in seventh grade. In seventh grade, I was like, well, now I'm one of those kids that I wanted to be when I was little, and so it's kind of like, I kind of see the younger kids as like a younger version of myself, where like I looked up to the big kids that were talking. It's one of those things like when we first got our little buddies, like we were like we were all like we're we felt like a lot shorter than our little buddies like when our big buddies felt to us and I kind of feel the same way like I don't really feel that like I'm those big kids even though I am like you really have to think about it and think that like you're like a lot more than you feel you are to those little kids okay I'm gonna and so we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up with a I'm gonna ask you to think of two two different things number one it's gonna be advice for uh, citizens over the age of 18 who are going to be participating, hopefully, in, in the election this November, some advice you'd like to give them. Once again, try and do this without, you know, throwing your political slant on it. And then the second one, which I really want you to think about, because this is a time capsule, advice that you would like to give the young girls uh, in grades K through, say, three, K through three here at St. Francis in terms of politics and student government. So let's start off first. Advice that you want to give people who are voting this November. Isabella. Um, I'd say the biggest thing that you can do is just be informed when you go to the polls because if you, like, you want to know as much as you can, especially when you're voting because it's, like, the younger people that are voting especially, it's your future that you're voting for. So it doesn't help. It never hurts to know a lot about what you're doing and you really want to vote for people that you think is going to make your future better and is going to help the generations after you. Awesome. Mia, some advice for uh, voters this November. Um, a lot of what you should look at, it's like don't, not to sound cliche, don't <laughs> judge a book by its cover. Like look into what their beliefs are, what propositions they have, and like don't base it off the person, but what they're going to do. Because it's like, this is our country, this is what's gonna be happening, and it's a big part of our history. So you really have to look into what you're getting into and who you're gonna support, so just be careful about your decision. Awesome, Ava. I'm gonna kind of say this on behalf of the population of our country who can't vote. Like, make a decision, like Isabella said, an informed decision, and don't just vote for someone because of rumors you've heard or anything. Vote for someone who you truly think is a, the qualified candidate because it's also not only you who it's going to affect whoever wins the election, but also affects all those who can't vote or who are younger and everyone else. So please make sure you make a good decision and an informed decision, like you said, before you vote. All right. That's awesome. And let's close it off with some words of advice for the young ladies of St. Francis. Isabella, what's some words of advice you can give them? Um, I This is going to sound super cliche, but I've heard it all the time. But it's like, really just go for it. And it's like, don't, 
I don't want to say don't think about the fact that you're a girl and some people might be less than, but like think of yourself as an equal to everybody else and you're never going to be less than. And if you just go for it, it's like the worst thing that can happen is that you tried and gave it your all. And there's like always another chance. Like with all of us, we've all lost an election here and there. There's always another chance for you. Okay. Mia? Um, just don't give up and don't give in to what like anyone else is trying to get you to do if you don't feel like it's right and if you're trying to go trying to do something just like set out and do it and like Isabella said all of us have had our fair share of losses but we tried again and there's always going to be another chance there's always going to be another person that judges you or thinks that what you're doing may not be the best decision but regardless of gender or sexuality or race like we should all feel like we are treated as equals in every standard awesome madam president um i just want to say that regardless of like what everyone else says if you really want to do something like you can do it and even if you don't win an election our school community will still pick you back up and you'll have plenty of more opportunities to participate and like even if you didn't win the election like in seventh grade we still there's still plenty of positions for everyone who wants to be a part of student council and other things in our school so if you really want to do something you can do it and there will always be a spot for you in our school community well i can't top that so i think that's a great message to end this very special episode of classroom radio thank you ladies it's been a hard day.